All right, so I believe this is the third episode of season two. Season one, I was just getting my feet wet. Season two, I'm just jumping right back in. So um, to jump right back in, um, season one was talking about respect. So uh, what have we had? We had the State of the Union address and what I saw was respect for the American people by our president. It was uh, like a pep rally. It was great. I loved it. Uh, it was my, it was, it's out of every one I've ever heard. Um, that's the one that I will remember the most, I think, for a very long time. So anyway, um, I do wish that he had covered uh, letting people out of prison for cannabis offenses. Um, I'm sorry if my voice sounds shaky. It is shaky. There's going to be other sounds. Squeaky shoes on the clean floor. I think the floor is clean. Anyway. Well, in my blog today, I talked about postpartum. Um, I talked about what it takes to have a good postpartum and it takes a a healthy pregnancy. So just remember that, please, if you have a, um, a loved one who's pregnant that uh, she, if she's on her own, she definitely needs people in her life that are going to look out for her um, or the pregnant person as well. Um, And also, hey, I'm new at talking about all of this. And uh, we had, um, we've had more than one transgender um, parent. So we have to pay attention. Um, Anyway, I ended up delivering two months early because people weren't listening to me and my needs. And then there was a tragedy during my pregnancy and that was pretty much it for me. Um, I think if I had been, uh, you know, just in bed all day long, um, you know, focused on hydrating and eating healthy snacks, honestly, that would have been better for me than uh, leaving the house. I should have stayed home and listened to the pain in my body. Um, And so I mentioned that in my podcast, that if you are pregnant and you feel pressure and pain, that first of all, go to the doctor, call your doctor first. And uh, second, take it easy because it it doesn't matter what the doctor says. Take it easy. I I don't care what they say. Take it easy. Don't take that risk because I was told it was okay and I wasn't okay. (laughs) So listen to what your body says. Um, and then also I posted, so I've got three different sections on WordPress. I've got, um, la melioration. I've got, um, a postpartum section and then a, a section that is, um, it's kind of whatever I want to talk about. And right now what I want to want to do with this is give free French lessons. So it's, it's accessible to all you can everybody can learn something from it that's why i think it's fun um but eventually it's going to get to a level where it's going to apply to high school and undergraduate level french only um but for now uh parents and children they could learn together um what else I'm starting up a Twitter again, and I'm I'm learning how to be relevant there. So I need to come up with something to be relevant on Twitter. And I'm thinking 
that I'm going to go the right, the route of brain health. And, um, I'm going to address the issues that are wrong with me, such as traumatic brain injury and chronic stress and major depressive disorder with anxiety and PTSD and two learning differences. So, um, that's probably what I'm going to focus on there. Um, I may also focus on um, some good literature. So um, I'm writing a book. It's taking a long, a long time. But um, so I might join um, a writing community and um, you know stay in touch with all of them because it's good to find relevant groups. Um, find them on LinkedIn as well. So I'm posting. I'm posting on LinkedIn. I have followers, but I have no one liking my work. So if you find my stuff, um, please give it a like, unless it's just that bad, and then just move right along and maybe come back and visit another time because I'm constantly working on improving myself. So um, I like to do short, little, quick podcasts that are just checking in with you. Um, I let's see, I said that I was going to talk about, um, my mental, my mental health, my physical health. So I mentioned that, so I might as well go into that while I've still got, um, 14 minutes left in this conference room that I reserved. So, um, it's my head started off with a, a bump, uh, a really big bump. I was tricked to the tricked to go stand at the edge of a balcony and look over and um, contemplate jumping. My friend told me that she could do that. So I did that and I believe she pushed me and I landed on my head. So two story dive land um, at the head on the head. Um, So no one really understood TBI at the time. It was around 1987, 1987 or 1988. Um, sometime in there. And, uh, so I wasn't taken to the hospital. I didn't get any treatment. And then, um, I just went to school and I started having problems in school and I was held back. I think I also started having problems in softball as well. I was striking out more. Um, so instead of being skipped ahead in, in math and science, I was held back. And, uh, then I, I quit Girl Scouts um, because I, well, all my friends were gone. They went up and I didn't. So I was embarrassed and so I I quit everything. I blame my dad. Um, I've already mentioned that somewhere, but I blame my dad for the softball thing. Um, it, It wasn't his fault. It was, yeah, the coaches, they would, they would get on to us. I mean, they would they would yell like coaches would yell. Um, and that's what I, that's what I made it seem like. I I made it seem like that's what it was about. But really, I think it's that I felt like I was younger, less than somehow not, not, not matching up with, uh, my team. Um, there's that shaky in my voice. So, um, I've been to lots of hospitals and, and one of them, they just did experiments on me. It was awful, uh, using ketamine. Um, 
at the end of that one, this is this is funny. I uh, I told them I had to go to the bathroom, and uh, they weren't listening to me. So I folded up one of my blankets and put it in the corner, and I made a toilet for myself. So I've been going to the door and telling them, like, I need to go to the bathroom. Like, I think they had the door locked, and finally they unlocked it, I think is what happened. But, yeah, they pumped me full of ketamine and Versed and benzos. Um, I was absolutely out of my mind thinking that... a there was a someone that I loved was inside a computer monitor, like a hospital monitor that he was stuck in there. So I finally looked down at my arm and I ripped my IV out. Then they sent me to another place. Um, that could have been the first place I was at, actually, I'm not sure. Um, but what else? Um, what I don't want to divulge too much about this. Um, okay, I'll talk about the chronic stress. So chronic stress leads to um, psychosis, acute psychosis. Um, and the patient will first have delusion and the delusion then it, it falls into something worse. And so I would call that the psychosis. Um, and so I've had psychosis um let's see like maybe three or four times now I can't remember three or four I could if I sat down and thought about it um well there was Colorado and there was at my house in Texas uh there was let's see here in Seattle so just three yeah just three Um, but each time you get locked up, uh, sorry about the bump, each time you get locked up and it's not healthcare, um, what they're doing is just trying to stabilize you and find out what's wrong with you. So first it's, you know, get a vague idea of what's going on and then, you know, like what, so what level of restraints do we need to have, um, do we need to inject the person to get them to work with us? You know, are they voluntary or involuntary? Things like that. Um, if someone's involuntary, whoo, um, I met someone recently who was in for about a year and, uh, there's no place to exercise. I mean, you're just walking up and down the halls. Some people with no socks on, no shoes, um, and they come into the room all all throughout the night to check on you. So they'll have a flashlight. Some of some of these facilities do it better than others. Some, some they just shine it in your face. They don't care. Um, also, they'll slam the door instead of quietly shutting it. And some of them they won't even let you have the door shut. And so all the all the light and noise from the hallways, um, you can hear and see that all night you're trying to sleep. What else? The showers are filthy. The food is disgusting. Uh, There was one place in um, Colorado that had good food, and there was a treatment center in Pennsylvania that I never should have had to go to that uh, the food was pretty good there too. But that's all I can say about the ranch, Pennsylvania. Because you don't allow abuse to occur in a place of healing and call that a place of healing. So, um, 
Yeah, they wanted me out just as much as I wanted to leave. But I'm writing all about this in my book, Chalice in Wonderland, pronounced Wunderlands because Wonderland is spelled W-U-N-D-E-R-L-A-N-D. <sighs> Someone said, well, you can't do that. Well, it's a completely different title, Chalice in Wunderland. I mean, yes, I can do that. Now, can someone else go and do that? No, probably not. I, there's too much out there with, with that name on it associated with me. But me, I can do that. And I'm the one that has the story. So even if someone did that, what would I do? I'm going off on a tangent. But what would I do? Would I fight it or would I change the title? I'd probably change the title because I'm flexible like that. But I don't think anyone wants to take my title from me. The title could be Worst Writer Ever. But, um, hey, like many good stories, it starts off at a train station. And it's a fancy train, so it'll be fun to get on, to get on board. So what else? Um, I'm back on Facebook. If you want to find me on Facebook um, and add me, um... And I think, I think that's all I want to say for today. Okay. Well, actually, I want to add this. I just remembered. Um, I feel like some people want us to have war. And um, I think, I think that's a true statement. So um, I just want to take a moment to hope for peace for everyone. Thank you.